everybody. Welcome to the Basis Points Podcast. I'm Kevin Flanagan, Head of Fixed Income Strategy at Wisdom Tree Asset Management. Well, we just passed the two-week point of the latest episode of Bank Woes, and the markets continue to grapple with the after effects. No doubt about that. You know, what started out as more of a U.S.-centric regional bank concern has now moved across the Atlantic and infect some well-known bank names in Europe. But if you're looking for any silver lining in the current situation, global central banks, led by the Fed, did act quickly to try and stem any potential systemic damage. And the debate will certainly continue as to how this could have gotten to this point. But this podcast, what I wanted to focus on was more the action that the Fed took and how that's playing out so far. You know, and even though the Fed did ultimately raise rates by another 25 basis points at the March FOMC meeting, there was considerable debate that perhaps the voting members would refrain from any further rate hikes, given some of the dislocations around the banking woes. You know, in fact, as I'm speaking to you right now, Fed Funds futures have pretty much removed the possibility for another increase at the May FOMC gathering for just this reason. But from the Fed's point of view, an important distinction needs to be made, and that's U.S. policymakers view tools such as Fed funds from more of a monetary policy perspective, in other words, for economic and or inflation considerations. Dislocations in markets, specifically for funding purposes, can be addressed by using other tools and facilities, such as the recently announced Bank Term Funding Program, BTFP, which in and of itself represents an enormous amount of potential lending availability for banks and depository institutions. So let's take a look at how things are panning out from this perspective. The Fed releases their balance sheet, if you're interested, every Thursday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And this is where investors can find insights into how these type of lending facilities are being utilized. And now there's three key items on the Fed's balance sheet where this information can be found. And that's the discount window for primary credit, what I just mentioned, the BTFP program, and something titled Other Credit Extensions for Loans to FDIC Banks. Now, no doubt, in the immediate aftermath of the Silicon Valley bank failure, banks and or depository institutions took advantage of what the Fed was now offering. And the total amount of these three areas of bank lending surged by $303 billion in the week of March 16th. And just to give you some perspective, the prior week, right, March 9th, in a pre-SVB world, the total amount was only $219 million. Yes, with an M, not a B. Now, all three of these line items that we're talking about to look at rose as well, with the more notable increases coming from the discount window, a little more than $148 billion and the other credit extension component at almost $143 billion. That new BTFP program, interestingly, was much lower at $11.9 billion. But for the just-completed week, March 23rd, there was noticeably less usage of these facilities. The total increase dropped to $36.1 billion, as we saw gains of about $42 billion for BTFP and $37 billion in that other credit extension being partially offset by an outright decline in borrowing at the discount window of just under $43 billion. So if you are looking for a silver lining at this stage of the game, the drop-off in usage of the Fed's lending facility 
falls into that category. Without a doubt, it's still early in the process, and I'm well aware of how things can change quickly and not necessarily for the good either. But, you know, the Fed's tools on this front are working like they're supposed to, and that is good news. So I'm going to end it there. I hope everybody has a great rest of the week and be well.